You're listening to Rest Days. Before we dive into this week's episode, it's important for us to note that some of the topics and conversations we cover in this episode could be triggering. Listener discretion is advised. Hello and welcome back to Rest Days. I am one of your fun and lovely hosts, Lauren Lavelle, and I think that tater tots are a superior way to consume potatoes. And our other host is here, (laughs) Maria. I'm not even going to let you argue. I'm moving on. I'm not going to let you argue. You can argue on your own time. Maria, would you like to introduce yourself? Sure would. My name is Maria Sylvester Terry. I concur. And I live with an agonizing fear that someone's going to walk in on me in a public restroom. (gasps) Okay. So I'm glad you agree with me on the tater tot so we don't have to fight while we're recording this and start over. Um, Agree. Because it's just really important to me. Um, <laughs> but I will have I will try to pee with like my foot up on the door and Ooh. also like you know I'm I'm being dramatic, yeah. but like I'm trying to kickstand myself so that no one walks in on me. And the amount of times that I'm in the stall that doesn't lock. Every time. It's every time. Do any of the stalls lock? No, and I bet if the ones that the ones that lock don't flush. maybe it's a it's a faulty lock. And so maybe it's a 60% chance of it actually locking. The stalls that lock don't flush. Don't flush. Mm. <laughs> yes, yes. I, I I'm not sure quite where it came from. I did have a moment uh in a race where I was in a, a an emergent porta potty scenario and someone did walk in on me, but that's really the only time. I'm not, I'm oh, not sure I get quite. walked in. I get walked in on all the time. I don't know why. Um changing changing rooms changing rooms on. yes mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's it's going back to the it's going back to the locker room scenario but <laughs> it's really yeah. like it's it it's it's enough that i i think that it might be me um a magnet a magnet for other people to see what you have to offer people are trying to see this all right um we have a special shout out to our newest 100 percent battery patreon member karen Ooh. Thank you so much for joining us. Um, Patreon is popping. We're getting close to our uh, unofficial costume party. (laughs) (laughs) So if you want to join us over there, you are going to uh, bring a costume. It doesn't matter. It can be one that you picked up from the dollar section of Target. Yeah. We just want to see you thriving in your Halloween best. Yeah. Just play dress up with us. Yes. Um, Yes. Yes, please. And we're going to roll right into this week's clickbait. I am so grateful for the people who listen to this show so that I don't have to do this anymore. (laughs) We're officially, we're five episodes in and we don't technically have to look for our own clickbait anymore because people are sending it to us. I can't encourage that enough. We are. Yeah. Yeah. We are loving it. And my clickbait was sent to me as well. Okay, so yes. I'm doing the clickbait that got sent to us multiple times, and it is called the BBL lifting mach- machine. I think it's a machine. Yeah, it's technology. Um, it's basically a twerkulator. They really missed out on calling it that, <laughs> in my opinion. It is a contraption that you buy. Um, 
in in the advertisement everyone is wearing the butthole leggings or yes. shorts so if you're not familiar with that all the fabric collects into a small anus like circle that goes <laughs> on your butthole to give you the illusion of I'm I I'm pulling no punches to give you the illusion of having a, a bigger rounder BBL style ass and then you get this machine and you put that over those leggings presumably that's yes. what the advertisement was showing maybe you could do it under if you're in your the privacy of your own uh, bathroom stall but <laughs> you put this machine on and it stimulates your butt for thousands of it, it, thousands of squats. Um, I don't know if it's an electro shock. I don't know if it's just some muscles, Tim, but I have a lot of feelings about it. I, have I, a lot of feelings. I think you are welcome to unpack them here in this safe, brave space. I just, I, I'm, I'm wondering, number one, like, are you going to be sore? Mm-hmm. Right, because it does say 20,000 squats per session. So... <laughs> I was thinking it was lower. <laughs> how long are the sessions? I mean, yeah. like. <laughs> yeah, how much time should I block on my calendar for this? Because you can't sit down. Is you it... have to be standing, right? Right. Like what, at what depth uh, mm. of squat are you replicating here? Because you could just be doing little baby squats. Are we going like ass to grass? Like, is there a weight? Am I going to be able to walk? Right. No one specified what kind of squat this is. And I find that perhaps the most important part. As and troubling. It's quite troubling. And troubling because what if these are like, you know, quarter squats? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And there's a time and a place for a little, a little quarter squatting, but like, you're just, you're, you're not really getting the whole glute complex well, here. Yeah. Hard to call it the BBL lifting machine, right? Is that what it's called? Yes. Yes. That's the full name, not the twerculator. Um, my favorite part of your clickbait, because it was sent us both. So this is a unique scenario where we both got to see it at the same time, which typically doesn't happen. We try to surprise each other. Um, the funniest thing for me was basically the idea that everyone was doing it. It was all jiggling booties mm-hmm. and that like this was your answer. It was quite it is, enticing as an advertisement. Yeah, it was a lot of jiggle. Your mm-hmm. money, your money jiggle jiggle in this video. Yeah, it was a, lots of movement back there. Yeah, it might jiggle and fold. I was enticed. I'm also like, hold on a tick. Are these people using it? And this is the result. <laughs> um, like what? What are we like? Right. What are we selling? I get what we're selling, right? We're posing these nice uh, jiggly booties with the butthole leggings. Yes. Um, and then they're being twerculated. Uh, this is a podcast, but just imagine I'm moving my hands <laughs> side by side, like you're washing someone's windshield. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like motorboating, but a butt. Um, <laughs> and so what, what are they, are they done? Is this maintenance phase for them? Like, is this mm. like, like what's going on? Um, yeah, there's just a lot of questions I have on that. And it really is just, it's, it's, tis the season because we're getting into weird workout contraption season Yes. Uh, of the year. The end of the year brings out some of the weirdest as seen on TV contraptions, specifically workout ones though. And I, oh I kind of love it. It's like bargain <laughs> bin. It's what can we think of that? Like, no one's going to like, they're just going to buy it. They're not even going to ask if this works. 
Right. And all they need is a video of the person in the body they want doing the thing, right? It's so basic math. Um, and yet we buy it. Like a lot of us are like, yeah, 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 the booty bands, that's it for me. Or the shake weight. Girl. The shake weight. Did I, didn't I, have I, got, I, I got that as a joke gift and <laughs> everyone made me do it like they did in the commercial. Um, my, my family and friends were big on uh, joke gifts. I got more joke gifts than I got gifts. I've kind of into that. We'll move on. Um, I'm still traumatized. <laughs> but <laughs> uh, gift giving is my love language. Anyway, um, so yeah, that thing could like knock you out, number one. Like it was oh, actually yeah. genuinely a weight. And also like, also extremely overtly sexual, just like the BBL lifting machine. Overtly. I mean, that, now there's where another conversation could happen. Can they be used for alternate use? And are they being used for alternate use? Well, I already told you about my, my, my grip strength being my, you know, yes, my you kryptonite. Did. <laughs> you did. Should have kept that shake weight. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I think so, the comment section on that video, y'all, if you find it, scroll because they're hysterical. They're all like, I'm sure there are alternate uses for this. Is anyone else using this off hours? <laughs> right. In which case, like, you ain't got to lie to kick it, BBL lifting machine. Right. Yeah, yeah, right. Be you and be yourself. Okay, I'm excited to hear yours since it was both sent to you and specifically you said it's for me. It is for you. Um, it, there's nothing better than this for you. Uh, it really meets, it's really sponsored ad that you should have gotten. And you might already have this item, but it's really the way the model is positioned in, in it that's mostly for you. I'm. It's a clickbait, but you might already have this because yes. you're a sucker for buying, <laughs> buying clickbait. Okay, go yes. for it. So I had this sent to me when I had done, um, I'm not sure if you remember, I did a sort of clickbait review on these jeans that were made for athletic people and how they're supposed to like fit your like athletic butt, athletic legs. And I was sort of like, what does that even mean? Um, they were also called Fran and Fran is like CrossFit style workout or a themed workout. And I thought, what on earth? Like, are you naming this denim company after a CrossFit workout? I just felt, it felt super yuck to me. Culty. And culty. And someone had messaged me and said, Hey, if you're taking suggestions, here's sponsored content. We are taking and, suggestions. Yes. So, but it's not fitness related. It's just really Lauren and cat related. So I'm just going to show you the first part, which it is a cat carrier. It's very mm -hmm. simple. It, mm -hmm. for those of you listening, black mesh, blue accents, but the most I have one that looks just like, yep. I'm sure you do, but do you have a cat that looks just like this? <laughs> Y'all, this cat is wearing a full face of makeup. <laughs> Wait, someone has sent me this. I have seen this and I it's it's a nightmare. It's a true nightmare. It's, it's so she's bad. Beautiful, but she's <laughs> slay. Yeah, <laughs> like, she's she's beauty and she's grace. Also, the tongue is sticking out to the side. Again, a little on the sexual side. One of my because sex sells, baby. Um, <laughs> sex sells. One of my favorite um, things is is bad photoshopping. Ah, okay. So that so you're really touching on a lot of my favorite things. Wasting money on my cats, um, cats in general, cats and cats and drag, and Absolutely. photoshopping. That cat 
number one, that cat doesn't exist. <laughs> no, no. But if it did, it wasn't even in that bag. <laughs> like, that cat is out and about. It is not is in a bag. Out of the bag. So I really, really appreciate that one. That brings up so many, like, I feel very fondly about that. People have sent me really poorly Photoshop makeup cats before. Um, it's a, it's a genre. It's so niche. Yeah. It's, it's, really... it's, a, it's a category for sure. in and of itself. Um, I appreciate that. And that clickbait just after the week we've had, I, I just, know. I just feel like, you know what, let's BB booty shaking Photoshop slay cat. <laughs> yeah that's that's the theme of today's episode I knew that based on the week you were having that I've been kind of waiting to use this because we hadn't really defined what clickbait was yet for the podcast when someone had sent this to me so I was like I'm just gonna save this and I'll just send it to Lauren at some point and then it became a oh wait I can just bomb you with this when it when you're ready when you needed it most and I knew this is gonna be the day to share it yes. um if you are on Patreon I will screenshot the actual cat face for you I think it's a great tutorial if you're looking for some Halloween makeup ideas excellent yeah it's the best of really all of it um and now we're rolling into our episode that we're calling crockpot season we are calling it crockpot season we're keeping it low and slow this time of year um love that for us and (laughs) uh if if you're a big crockpot user love that for you if you're not there's some great things you can do in a crockpot just saying yeah yes um can I share one yeah, duh. It's it's a spoiler, like a weird one. I'm going to just spoil it for you now. It's really strange. I hadn't thought of it. I had a client meal prep potatoes, like baked potatoes, and she wrapped them in foil, poked holes in them, wrapped them in foil, and then put them in the crock pot on low for like, I don't know, maybe three to six hours. And they were perfectly cooked potatoes. She covered them in like olive oil, salt, pepper. Oh my gosh. I never thought of baking potatoes in a crock pot. I think that crock pot, first of all, potatoes, hello, bringing it back. Yes, always. Um, <laughs> bringing it back to potatoes. <laughs> it's always coming back to potatoes. But um, I love that, number one. I've seen some of the wildest stuff work in a crock pot. And then just as it floods my brain with excitement when I see it, it leaves my brain immediately and I would never be able to replicate it correctly. So um, I like people are like, eggs, this that like a full pie and I'm like yay (laughs) I'm not gonna be able to do that are you kidding me um I have a question regarding your crockpot usage Mm. and this is this is kind of a this or that uh like last week y'all tune in for this this or that crockpot liner or no liner um I grew up in a liner free home Mm. and um I actually currently am using my Instapot, which I feel like is just a crock pot. That was yes. a crock pot with a, with a rice cooker. They had a baby um, <laughs> and it's a Instapot. No liner. Um, I still think I might be no liner if I was using a crock pot. I understand why the liner, but that's, you know, that's a whole thing. So yes. I'm team no liner. Yeah, we're team no liner basically because I don't think we can fit another box of like plastic bag or saran wrap or foil in this drawer we keep them all in. And I have used them and they are just so nice. If especially if you're someone who kind of lets things sit in the crock pot or your chili like burns along the edges and it takes forever to like scratch off. Um, I find them fantastic and I recommend them to clients who really struggle with getting all their dishes done. 
Oh yeah. Yeah. No, I was going to say like, especially if I was feeding more people, Mm -hmm. if I was like using this, um, using it for like multiple steps in a prep, like in a meal prep, I would absolutely be like, yes, let's expedite this. Let's make this cleanup easier for sure. Not against it. Just never used it in a frequency that I felt like I needed to do that. Cause we're going to let it soak and then it will magically, <laughs> magically get washed. It'll magically get washed and it's not going to be by me. I'm going to be real. It's well, that's, do we live in the same house? <laughs> yeah. Like, oh my God. Okay. Um, and before we get started, I put my Instapot back up on the shelf the other day. I told this story and, and the top of it came down and hit me in the head <laughs> and then bounced off of my head, off of my hair, back behind me. And I immediately just like left the kitchen and went and <laughs> sat down on the couch. And I'm like, I'm not picking up anything else. Like I just got a head injury from trying to clean up. So clearly it's yeah. not for me. This is a, a nice universe moment saying, you don't have to do this. You should go yeah. sit down. No more cleaning for you. I appreciate moments like that. So sorry about your head. If you had been wearing a custom hat that fit your head, maybe it would have dulled the pain. Well, luckily because I have so much hair that it acts as a small helmet. <laughs> It really, like, I, I wish I was kidding the way that my hair softened the blow of this coming down, probably the difference between me having a mild concussion and not. Yeah. So, wow. Bless it. I know. Um, all right, let's get into it. We'll get into it. So we're calling it crockpot season because it obviously is starting to become a season where we start crockpotting things. It's, you know, football season. It is a verb now. I saw you laugh. Um, chilies. We're talking, uh, that Buffalo chicken dip that people make in those mini crockpots. The seasons change and also our regular routines change too. And so we wanted to take this episode to talk about how we're dealing with seasonal changes and how it affects basic lifestyle things that we do. For so many people with all or nothing personalities, it tends to feel really shocking. Like, oh my gosh, I'm just not routine anymore. Everything's wrong. Everything's off. And what we want you to know today and going forward is that you're, when you're lifestyle changes with the seasons, you're more likely to kind of keep up with the things that you enjoy. Uh, You're less likely to be harder on yourself. And you might realize, wow, I like to do different things at different times of year. And that's okay. You don't have to be this like three, six, five, same routine every day. And we have little pillars for you today. We've got routine, just general routine, movement, food, energy, sleep, skincare, and clothing, and maybe some other things along the way. And the way this episode will work is we'll kind of just ping pong from one one person to the other about that topic. So Lauren, we're going to talk through what does your general routine look like in crockpot season? Yeah. So I was thinking about this because, you know, uh, what does my routine look like in general? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. But I have been really embracing like a slower and quieter morning. Um, You can't see this probably behind me, but there's always a candle burning Mm -hmm. at this time of year. I'm a candle person in general, but like the second it starts getting a little bit crisp, candle all the time, setting the mood, setting the intention for the day, doing a little less screen time in the morning, which means um, doing my face routine, which we'll get to maybe uh micro dosing chores mm. been trying to do a little bit of that a little bit of like oh maybe i'll collect a few of these 25 uh empty glasses that i have <laughs> upstairs um 
really kind of starting with this slow and small productive little step because I am a person who is again, not super used to seasons or hasn't always been in a a seasonal space and um, just chronically low vitamin D. So I am (laughs) suffering. Like I am slowly turning into a troll uh, more than my usual summer troll. Um, So we're getting, we're getting, we're getting autumn troll. And so I, I also have a happy light that when I'm at the desk, I try to use for a little bit I don't know. Is it working? Maybe. Is it a light? Yeah. <laughs> so and whether it's working or not, placebo is still cool. And so is electricity. So I'll take it. Yeah. Magic. So that's kind of like how the routine goes. And then, you know, in the evening, it's just, again, we get into the the foods, the a little bit comfier and cozier foods, a little comfier and cozier clothes that we're going to go through. But really the morning routine is important because when it's dark a lot, um, that's rough. And yeah. now I, I have my whoop set to like do the alarm, even though most of the time I'm up before my whoop starts doing the alarm. Mm-hmm. It's still kind of like a nice, like, okay, I know exactly what time it is. Like, let's go. Yes. Yes, absolutely. That's really helpful because sometimes when it is so pitch black dark, is it 5am? Is it 7am? I don't know. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> and I'm, and I'm going to be real. I'm sleeping through both of those. Right. <laughs> Because this whoop alarm doesn't go off till eight something. Oh, that's incredible. Well, I am definitely the early bird of this relationship. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I would say I typically would have had, had a routine like yours, especially when I lived in a more seasonal place. Um, now I'm more in this preparatory season where we're preparing for the hype that is Mardi Gras. So I feel like, I, and that's not for everyone in New Orleans. It's more for me because I'm participating in a crew. Um, I'm so excited about upcoming events, parades, the holidays, and the holidays lead right into King's Day on January 6th. And then that goes into six weeks of Mardi Gras. Oh yeah. So, it kind of is like no breaks. <laughs> right. So this is kind of the time where I feel a little bit like I'm preparing. I'm organizing my costume closet. I'm making sure I take time to hydrate and I'm eating foods that feel nourishing. I do feel like my mornings are slower simply because I'm moving slower and I'm just accepting of that. I don't like wake up with the sun. I'm really dragging myself out of bed. So I kind of just accept that. Mm -hmm. I also love fall Saturday and Sunday mornings where I can just sort of like stay in bed a little bit longer. So I, I live in that space a little bit more here. It feels a lot easier to accomplish things right now in October, November here, because we have this relief from the yeah, heat. Totally. And so when the heat lifts, it's sort of like, okay, cool. Now we can do fall gardening. We can go on bike rides. We can go for runs. Like we can do these things that were, they're not literally emotionally or mentally exhausting anymore. So it's a nice time of year for us. It feels like everyone kind of comes alive. And my routine is, I would say the same essentially, but definitely slower in the morning. And I have more energy throughout the day because I'm not dehydrated. (laughs) Totally sitting in a pool of sweat. Yeah. I've really been, I've been loving the weather changes here, although we'll get into the skin stuff, but I've been loving some of that right now. And I'm trying to embrace it this year and doing like a lot of mental reframing. Um, some of you have seen my various tree pictures, just been, (laughs) just been tracking the trees a bit and, uh, (laughs) you know, like trying to give myself a little like hits of, uh, 
of feel goods when yeah. I'm outside to try and make this transition a little bit easier for me. Cause I know, um, I'm not alone in the fact that this, this season can get a little bit difficult for a variety of reasons. Yeah. So, um, trying to set up those easy little things like, Oh, a little, a little <laughs> notification that beautiful tree has now turned red. Like yeah. I'm very excited <laughs> about it. Um, and I can understand, especially where you live, how the weather changing as it is, is like, whew, like oh my yeah. gosh. Oh, so much. It's like, okay, who wants to go camping? Who wants to go on a, you know, very flat Who wants to hike? go outside? <laughs> who wants to go, period? Anybody just <laughs> interested in going anywhere? It's, yeah, it's just, and like the fashion's really funny here, which we'll talk about. And I kind of mentioned that on one of our old episodes. Um, but it's been weird to transition to this because I know that feeling. I know why you're tracking the trees because they can be changed. And like you're driving on Lincoln Drive or you see these beautiful trees and then the next minute the leaves are gone. So capturing fall is like lightning in a bottle sometimes. Mm-hmm. And I so appreciate your tree tracking. Um, we don't have trees changing here, obviously. <laughs> I'll keep I'll keep it up on the on yes, the stories. Please do. Um, uh, so you were talking about it a little bit, but going for like a very flat hike and thinking about how our movement changes. I was thinking about you preparing for a race. Number one, the fact that you were doing it when it was very hot and you have Mm -hmm. been doing it and the fact that it's cooling down and you're getting closer. So I think it's almost like, wow, you've trained through like the worst of it. And now you're kind of getting like a sweet relief and and ramping up for the actual race. So I'm wondering how you're feeling about that. Yeah, it's been, it's definitely been like the, I'm feeling the fruits of my labor where I put in the effort in these grueling summer months. And I went on, you know, went on my long hike in Italy and that was also really, really hot. And now I, it's just like easy to run longer because I've been training and also way easier to handle it mentally and physically because I'm just not, in this abrasive sort of heat. So I've been loving it. And you know, what's really cool is seeing Audubon city park, different areas, uh, just loaded with runners and everybody's smiling. Yeah. yeah, Running and smiling is not always something that happens, but people are happy to be running in this weather because it is grueling to run, um, when it's super hot out. So it's been great in that way. I've kind of joined a little bit of a running community here and I'm finding that the energy is so much more positive than running by myself in the 90 degree heat at 6am. You could not escape it. Yeah. That sounds like, I mean, well, for everyone who's listening, there's, there's, (laughs) there's the, there's the run club and there's the walk club. Okay. So I'm I'm team walk. Hey, I don't think you need to choose. You can have both. (laughs) You can have both, but I can't. Um, (laughs) Yes. Thinking Uh, about that and thinking about like uh, walking here, like the vibe is, um, you know, in the summer, obviously we're doing the same thing. Philly, you're sweating, you're sweating. And also maybe sometimes it's raining Um, (laughs) and you're sweating. And then now it's getting to the point where the walks are really pretty. And yeah, mm-hmm. next week, maybe not. Um, Why is that? Maybe the leaves are going to be gone oh. <laughs> and it's going to be like completely bare and gray. Right. Um, but yeah, it's, it's, I definitely have seen people. I've seen more people like casually walking around. I feel mm-hmm. like, you know, you can get back to that casual, like, I'm going to take a stroll where you're not like, oh, I'm going to get dehydrated. Also my 
my inner thighs are going to chafe so bad. <laughs> oh my gosh. Right. To be able to exist without like, Oh, where's my mega babe? Where's the body glide? I can't go out without it. Like, you right. Get a, you get more of a threshold <laughs> right. time like, outside. My thighs are touching in all seasons, but like in some seasons, yes. the friction. Um, <laughs> so I think that like, that's been really cool with, with this weather changing. I, I, I'm trying to stay present. I'm trying not to be afraid of okay. when it gets cold, of when it gets cold mm. um, and what cold looks like. I've definitely adjusted over the years, but it still kind of bums me out. Um, so just preparing to like not be doing as much movement outdoors and that kind of bums me out. Yeah. So how I'm sure it bums a lot of people out. Like, how do you deal with that? Um, because for some folks, it might be like a guilt thing. I'm like, oh my God, I'm not able to move. And I feel bad for not moving my body, especially if your primary, you know, choice for movement is walking. How do you mentally handle that? Yeah. So I think that number one, knowing that when it's like a certain type of cold and or weathering, because uh, your girl cannot walk when it's at all slippery outside. Sure. I'm not, I will not, I'm not doing it. Um, it's not for me a little bit icy. I'm staying in. Um, I'm not, I'm not going to eat it just to, it's just to so prove not, a point. Not worth it. Not <laughs> um, worth it. So knowing that there will be some days where I'm just like, not gonna get dressed to do that. And then also on the flip side and one of our other pillars is like clothing. Um, I've been doing that whole, I don't know, is it like Swedish or whatever, or they're just like embracing the outdoors and being cold. Like they have like a whole lifestyle of being like winterized and like still oh. going out. And so like, oh, not bad weather, just bad clothing. So like getting mm. clothes that I can layer, getting clothes that I feel comfortable still moving in and being warm, which is a delicate balance, um, I would say. Because, you know, once you've moved enough, are you getting sweaty? Do you yeah. need to feel this off? Um I think that's been a game changer for me and just uh, collecting those pieces a little bit. We'll talk about that when we get to close or we can just, you know, move right in, but collecting, <laughs> collecting a few pieces here and there and just being like, Ooh, okay. Like I'll do this today. And then I'll go on a walk. It's not going to be as long. I'm just not, I can't most, most of the time I just can't be out there as long. So I'm coming back to my indoor workouts. Um, in my case, like, you know, I'm teaching classes from online. So that's indoors for most of us. Sometimes my people are outside. So now is the season where a lot of them are moving back mm -hmm. inside for their workouts. Um, and just really like embracing what that kind of movement can look like and experimenting with what I got going on inside as opposed to going out and maybe falling and hitting my butt. Yes. <laughs> Yeah. My center of gravity on ice is, has never been so great. Mm -mm. So I, mm -mm. I respect, I respect that. And I really appreciate your perspective on clothing. And I know we'll get into it later. I think it helps people identify that there is allowed to be room for change, whether it's the way you look when you're moving, where you are moving, how you are moving, what you're wearing while you're moving, like all of these things can change and be different. And also accepting that this is a whole year. So this might be the time of year that you move less. And there's other times of years where, or times of the year where you're maybe moving slightly more and that's okay. It's um, so needed. It's, it's, I think it's, it's even more than okay. It's like necessary. I think that, you know, hibernation is a thing and like slowing down is a thing in nature and we should be, and could be allowed to embrace that. However, that looks for us. 
Yes, absolutely. Food is another interesting thing that changes. And oh, yeah. I would love to get into that. We did talk through all the tasty treats. We talked through basic person fall starter kit. <laughs> we talked through a lot of these foods. I would be curious to know just for you personally, how does your food look different this time of year? Yeah, we have talked about food in a number of different ways, but I just love that I was raised with so many different people. Um, that soup season just looks like so different mm. <laughs> that, that it's like we can go with like the chicken noodle or like the beef stew vibes but we can also go with like pho and like ramen and like pozole and like all these other That's things amazing. um that like I have these flavors to call on that like really get me through that are maybe not things that I'm eating like I would be willing to eat year round because they're just like not the vibe you know yeah um curries obviously always um they are the vibe all all year round but you know getting into those spicier and more comforting um foods I actually really like I love I love diving into those flavors and I also just love picking them up from my favorite spots so Mm -hmm. not all about me cooking them other people cooking for me um picking it up and just really enjoying that and, and putting my face over like a bowl of like steamy ramen or something and just like (laughs) clearing out my sinuses, um, extra spicy if, if need be, but please. Yeah. I think that that's like something I really do look forward to. And I think that if you will, autumnal flavors, um, are so like good, like there's just so much you could work with there. Yes. Um, true comfort food can come out of this. And I think the, the wider scope of comfort food can have so many different takes. So I'm excited to always experiment with those. Yeah, that's such a great point. And I love the idea of these are things from your childhood, right? These are things that really like feel like home to you while also serving a purpose to keep you warm and to bring flavor and like a maybe colder time of year, kind of dreary time of year. Yeah. And when you think about all the stuff that goes into this, and I know, I know we're going to get into what you're thinking about when it comes to this kind of food, but when you think about all the spices and the seasoning and the herbs and like the root vegetables that are going into this, like these foods are both like, or comforting and so like energizing. Yeah. And just like, Ooh, yeah. Even, even like when you think of like a basic chili, but like, you know how I feel about a legume, like <laughs> I love them. Um, so like thinking about like things like that, just these foods that are so packed with like comfort and really feel sustainable to me. Like they don't, they, you know, a salad's great sometimes, but sometimes you're just not getting that like hug <laughs> from the yes. salad that you need. <laughs> It's more of like a peace sign or a high it's five. It's a high five. It's a high <laughs> five for sure. It's like a high five. And these, these, like these foods, like really like hold you, like they yeah. hold you over. And I love that. Yeah, absolutely. There's something about transitioning from salad to harvest bowl, right? <laughs> something that's like, okay, I'm, I'm finding my way to a warmer, more hug like food. We definitely have a a ton of cultural dishes that get shared around this time of year, gumbo, jambalaya. Um, this is the time of year you're going to start seeing that people's Saints game parties, LSU pregames. Um, people really love to 
just enjoy those warm flavors. Obviously you can eat them any time of year, um, but this is more here, more of a gumbo season than a pumpkin spice season for mm-hmm. sure. Um, obviously Tulane students come from all over the place. So they're, you know, they're going to always bring that pumpkin spice love. But as you recall from that episode, Louisiana ranked second to last in sales on pumpkin spice flavors. And I think so much of that has to do with, and you know, we have other things going on. Busy so, doing other yeah. things. <laughs> I have really enjoyed that. I also find that uh, while I love cold coffee all year round, there is something really comforting about uh, apple fritters, apple donuts, things like that with a hot coffee um, outside in the yard. And it might be 65 or 70 degrees, but it's cooler than what we're used to. So it Mm -hmm. still feels different. We love those apple flavors in our house and certainly pot, pot, er, pot based meals or crock pot based meals are big for us. I also find that we go more towards convenience because my husband is a teacher and this time of year is stressful because of curriculum and meeting deadlines, getting enough tests in, uh, parent teacher conferences are coming up soon. So we do a lot of grilled cheese and soup. Um, we do a lot of those pouch, like lentil pouches, modest mm-hmm. lentils from oh, Trader yeah. Joe's and, um, non bread and just kind of really dig into convenient soups and convenient curries, things that we would, of course, like I love to make an, a chickpea eggplant curry, uh, from scratch. It's my favorite thing to make. I don't always have the time and neither does my husband. So while I do have a great recipe I go to, I also know I can replicate that warm hug, um, with convenience. And I don't feel any guilt about that. Ooh, I know. Yeah. Like I, I recognize like I can have comfort and convenience. Amazing. I can roast some potatoes in the air fryer, or I can order a harvest bowl if I want to, and, you know, let that be my lunch today. Great. I'm happy. I have that, um, that accessibility in my life because it is nice to participate in fall flavors and not have to rely on the same stinking meal that you meal prep every week. It's fun to be able to have these options. Yes. I was thinking about, I, I honestly put that in there when we're talking about routine, but I don't know what it's going to look like because Scott isn't doing that teacher stuff. Mm. And, um, for anyone who's listening, who is a teacher or loves a teacher, there are certain times of the school year where like everything just falls apart and like, it's, it's the decline towards winter break. Yep. And then it's after spring break. Always, (laughs) always. um, And if you're in a partnership with that person, you'll know what's happening because your house like starts falling apart. Um, the chores that you've been splitting are no longer being split. Right. <laughs> and uh, like, again, I'm not mad about it. And I'm really happy to have a partner who even through all these years, like still very much tried to maintain, uh, their, their end of the deal, but it gets so stressful and like food and, and just the, the lack of light in a lot of ways can just make it so difficult and getting those little, the lentils, you made me laugh about that because that was like, that was so much of like what I was sending <laughs> with Scott. I was like, peace, good luck. I hope you find a microwave, but otherwise you can eat them kind of how they are. Just sit on yeah. them or something for a while, <laughs> warm that pouch. But um, like sometimes it just falls apart and like, you gotta, like, there's so many good, uh, easy, like those beans in a bag, any kind, you know, any kind of legume in a bag, I'm here for it. Yeah. Um, so I think Trader Joe's has a lot of those, but they have them at a lot of stores now. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've seen like so many variations of them coming up and they're usually pretty affordable and can be mixed and matched with 
rice in a bag. Yes. Um, yes. So you got the whole th- you got the whole thing. <laughs> yes, I I've seen them at some of our corner stores here. So I love love to see the accessibility of those really nutritious options that are soul warming mm-hmm. completely. And you're right, it is a matter of like uh, find a microwave and make this happen. And I remember like packing a lunch for Caleb, knowing he has not remembered to eat breakfast in like three days like let me do this for him because I know that's going to help him and put cake getting a plastic bag reusable bag and putting the lentils in like I made it myself like here we go putting the pouch in the bag like he really did not need a bag of lunch items like this I just threw all the items in a bag and that was it so know that um when you're helping other people it's okay to rely on convenience too Obviously, we would love to make home-cooked meals for people when they're struggling too, um, but calling upon those items is really nice when you need it. Yes, we love we love them. I love yes. them now, even when I don't. <laughs> even when I'm home with plenty right. of time. <laughs> yeah, let's not um, let's not make anyone feel bad for using convenience foods when you work. Anytime, any place, yes, baby. Absolutely. Um, you mentioned the um, the struggle on teachers or folks that work in schools and how this time of year can really just drag and drag. I think so much of that has to do with sleep patterns changing, light not coming through the window anymore, generally losing that energy. And there is something kind of challenging, I think, about this time of year when it comes to sleep, waking up. Um, What is this like? What is the time of year like for you? Do you have a drastic change? Are you pretty much the same? Um, I try to stay as much the same as possible. My sleep schedule is um, something that I don't want to talk about out loud because I'm not going to have people coming here and telling me I need to go to bed earlier. Um, <laughs> but I I think that um, I love it. So I have adopted the two comforter or two blanket lifestyle. So Scott has his own blanket and I have my own blanket. So there's what? No- what? So there's no kicking and screaming. Um, there's no sharing. No more sharing. Wow. Wait a minute. This is a this is a lifestyle clickbait. Tell yeah. us more. Tell so, us. So um again, yeah, one person has one blanket and one person has the other, so that there's none of that like in the middle of the night blanket negotiation that happens. There's still a why am I on the edge of the bed situation, but it's usually the cats. Yes. 99% of the time scat. Um, but yeah, so now we have separate blankets so I can roll myself into the burrito that I want to be. And he can be, you know, the quesadilla that he wants to be. I don't know. Um, and we're separate and, uh, yeah, I'm here for it. I'm totally into it. Um, he can kick off his blanket all he wants. I can keep mine. And, So that's been a thing that's helping with sleep and helping with energy. We have, you know, we have, we have sleep rituals. We have like the blackout curtains. We have um, our air purifier, which acts as a sound machine. Uh, Lots of things that go into that. And then, like I said, on the other end of that, I have my light that helps me wake up and I put on, I put on twinkle lights and candles and, and salt lamp to try to really like move through the different times of day. But yeah, I mean, 
again, like I said, I'm a big proponent of hibernation. I think that we should really be embracing a little bit more. Yeah. Yeah. I wrote for my notes for this, that I am a small lady bear. Please do not wake me. Yeah. I love to just nestle this time of year. I love to nestle in my sheets because I've been kicking them off of me since April. And this is the time of year for, I love to be a little chilly. We love to sleep with the windows open if we can, if it's not too loud, if it's, you know, the weather's right. There's so many wind chimes. <laughs> <laughs> Don't get me started on the wind chimes. There's something really pleasurable about sleep for this time of year for me, uh, because it feels like I can actually sleep through the night. Last night, I, I slept completely through the night. That does not always happen for me. I usually wake up sweaty. I wake up and like Caleb's hand, their arm is on my hair. And it's like Pierre is like, you know, trying to nurse my shoulder. It's like a mess. And I really enjoy kind of being in bed. I just mm-hmm. kind of like, I'll take a break in the middle of the day and I'll just lay in my bed, like five minutes, whatever it is. I love being nestled this time of year. Um, and the light is hard. I love that you have blackout curtains and the happy light. I really just have a blackout curtain. So getting up is challenging. I do feel like I am a hibernating bear most mornings. I'm working on that. I'm open to suggestions and I think I could definitely improve some of my morning routine pieces. When I get up with Caleb at five in the morning when he's getting ready for work, I actually feel like my day is much better because we are sort of the light in the room. You're no longer mm-hmm. nestling around in like the dark. We just get to turn the lights on and start our day together. So I think I'd like to do that more. Um, once it gets even chillier, it is, I just think it's great to be really cold at night and I just think I sleep better. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, we love a cool room. We love a, a fan on. Um, oh yeah, give me that white noise. Try the try the two blankets. I think we are. I think that's uh, an incredible option for us because we do the fighting, but we also do the what you call blanket negotiations. We do that, and in the middle is a very, uh, you know, sassy non-neutral Switzerland. Pierre he is just like let me egg you both on and right and he's also like a paperweight like yes he I was going to call him a dead weight he's really just like it's hard to move the sheets around because he is just like I'm going to stay right here and he sleeps like a human y'all my little tiny kielbasa shaped dog sleeps with his head on a pillow and his his hands are tucked up out of the sheets like he's a little boy just going to sleep and he's either staring at me or staring at Caleb so it's hard to disrupt him I (laughs) I yeah so too much Dudu has her routine um she usually does her night rounds and then comes back Mm -hmm. but in the morning like this morning she was like get up oh I'm I'm hungry and the room's completely dark and all I just see is like two little eyes looking at me oh my gosh oh yeah she was getting like mouthy about it so that's what changes with the seasons like they're kind of confused Mm, um yeah I'm like I'm like okay well I'm gonna get up now but it's completely dark I have no idea what time it is because I'm trying (laughs) not to look at my phone uh I guess I'll go feed them and then it's a whole thing and then I'm up yeah oh that's all checking out to me now that you're using the whoop alarm so you don't have to look at your phone That's now it's connecting. I am there. I might have to try that myself. I would love to not nestle in bed with my phone. Um, So that's going to be a nice fall challenge for me. And I might utilize my, my whoop alarm. Yeah. We'll talk. So before bed and after bed, we are taking care of our beautiful faces uh, with some skincare and skincare 
obviously has to change with seasonal changes. Um, and that's fun. I think that ushers in maybe a, a different set of expectations for yourself or different sense or whatever it is you might use. How does your skin, hair, nails, all of that, how does that routine change for you? Oh, so for everyone's knowledge, I'm like a, like a, I'm like a dry eczema baby. So, um, yeah, so pretty much starting now until May, my lips are going to be chapped. Um, if like, I don't constantly put on something I'm using like an aquaphor, I'm using like a big protector on that. Um, and yeah, everything starts to change. I have to start getting really intentional about my face routine where in the summer it's a little bit more casual, except for the sunscreen. Mm-hmm. Um, in, in colder weather, I have to be like lock in the moisture. Otherwise I'm going to end up with like dry patches on my face and on my body. So really getting a nice moisturizer on frequently is important for me. Um, sunscreen, you still need sunscreen, even in colder yes, you weather do. Yes, you do. as a reference for people, but really getting that, like a heavier moisturizer going, um, if I need to. So I will resort to that. Um, body washes pretty much stay the same, but the after shower where sometimes I can get away with a nice, like hydrating spray thing that I've talked about before. I'll talk about it again, but I love it. Um, I love being able to spray on hydration. Just yes, let me do me it. Too. Um, now I'm like scooping, scooping look at my, at my desk right now is like a CeraVe and a body <laughs> butter. <it> like, is. <laughs> like, why do I have multiple? And so I definitely have always been this type of person because I have had dry and sensitive skin. Um, my eczema is cyclical, so it doesn't happen. It's, it's really mostly stress induced for me. So it doesn't happen every season, but, um, if it's going to happen, this is the season. So really getting on it with that and like after shower locking in the moisture, maybe even something heavier, maybe, you know, maybe a Vaseline, like a Wow. Full, full slugged up. Yeah. Like all the <laughs> way. Uh, yeah. Grease baby. And then we need to create a new Patreon tier what, that's called a hundred percent slug and you get a free container Vaseline. <laughs> yes. For your, listen. Okay. Whatever. Don't knock it. It's like, it, I'm it's, not knocking. I think it's incredible. Vaseline is that girl. Um, <laughs> So yes, I, I really have to be on it. And then with my hair, I was thinking about this last night. Oh my gosh. So in warmer weather, I can get away with the t-shirt, like the heavy ring out t-shirt to then hair out dry. I can't when it's not warm. So if I don't want to start growing a small colony in the middle of my hair, Mm -hmm. I have to start really like putting it in a protective, like couple braids and then blow drying my scalp. Um, I'm really not a huge fan of blow drying. I'm just not, it's like not my favorite thing to do, but it has to be done for me to preserve my hair. Sure. And, and again, not be alone or be, (laughs) be alone rather because (laughs) there would be creatures. Um, so to prevent the creatures and, and really like also 
you know, going outside when it's cold with wet hair, everyone has their thing about it, but you know, I, I don't really have a thing about it, but I shouldn't do it. So right. I'm trying to preserve that to keep my hair healthier. So that changes a lot in the winter where I'm just like sitting there drying my scalp before <laughs> we go anywhere. The commitment, you need to have it. Yeah, it like which, what... which is why going back to the beginning of this, the routine, the micro dosing on these little like chores and, and self-care, it's not even self-care, it's like maintenance, but like my, like doing that, like it's a pain to blow dry my hair. It's annoying. It's, it's like a lot of work and it's an act for me and for future me. So if I'm like, can I trade however many minutes of scrolling or however many minutes of like reading my emails for drying my hair and making sure that I have like a good moisturizer on? Like, of course I can. That yes. seems like a seems like an obvious trade, but sometimes it's really hard to let go of the other other things. Yeah, for completely. I think because they feel annoying and because it's like, uh, I could do it later. It's not that important. I'll go to bed with my makeup on, like mm-hmm. whatever that thing it's is. It's just me. It's just for me. It's yes. not like uh and like thinking about how that really gives back to you and what does it look like to put yourself first in this season, not in a selfish way, but to say, what do I need? And I, uh, you know, when it comes to my skincare routine, I have a really strange scenario here in New Orleans and I'll get into it, but in short, I have hormonal acne along my chin line and my, like, just like, you know, jawline, my chin. And what gets hard is when your skin barrier gets disrupted and I find that like putting the time in to care for my skin, like a little baby's bottom, it allows me to feel more comfortable because hormonal acne really is painful and it like does not go away. It's Mm. weeks of dealing with a flare up. So I, I, yeah. So I think, um, self-care is annoying. Self-care is a pain in the butt sometimes and it, and it's okay to do it and prioritize it over the things that we're actually consuming, like consuming social mm-hmm, media, consuming mm-hmm. emails, like what are we creating for ourselves? It doesn't have to be the potions that we talked about last week or the week before that. It can be, you know, what is the routine that gives back to you? I love that you referenced future you. That's my favorite reframe for folks. Um, I can get into this strange, wonderful, humid wonderland. And if you'd like. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. I, I know that humidity does you know interesting things yeah it does for hair and skin so on one end the humidity does help keep your skin soft however if you're someone like me who does run outside or exercise in a gym or our gym does not have any climate control whatsoever other than fans, the sweat is it chaps your skin. So you can kind of get almost a really uncomfortable painful dryness um, because it's moist, but like it just, it's drying with cold sweat on it. It's really uncomfortable. So my winter skincare routine is a bit of a mix of hyperhydration. It's again, that like hormonal acne, like mitigation as I can. It's also my hands from lifting in the cold, cold barbell in the morning. It's terrible with chalk on your hands. Like you are just you're either really sweaty or you're totally dry or somewhere in between. And it can be painful in the cuticles, painful in the hands. So I have really embraced this whole getting out of the shower, moisturize head to toe. And knowing that that is really annoying and kind of time consuming. And then Pierre comes in and licks it off my legs and that's even weirder. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've found that staying ahead of hydration, ahead of moisturizing is good. I love a really good like night mask moisturizer, like a heavy duty 
um, eight hour moisturizer, like go to bed with like, almost like a mask of moisturizer on my face. And I just love that. Like a slug, like a slug, absolutely like a slug. Okay. And then there's another piece, which is hair. So I cannot go outside in a humid cold. Y'all, if you don't know what humid cold is, there's like crispy fall cold and it's breezy and it's dry. And then humid cold is like that Philadelphia cold. It's a New Orleans cold where it is in your bones. You go inside after being cold and it takes you two hours to get warm again. It's just like deep, deep, deep cold. And for hair, like you cannot go outside with wet hair. It, I get the baby hairs are out of control. It's just like icicles. It's just oh, way too cold. I've definitely had an ice school situation happen. Yeah, I believe it. It just, it's not, it's not okay. So I do also try to either let it air dry at night or if I am going out and I have washed my hair in the morning, I do, you know, the hot brush or the dryer brush or I'll blow dry it. At least get the ends dry to my scalp dry, like something, because otherwise it is like, <laughs> it's going to be frozen up in a messy bun or something. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's not good. Yeah. So I, I find that skincare does take me longer this time mm-hmm. of year, which means yes, prioritizing less phone time to take care of my skin. I also bring moisturizer everywhere now. So I have hand lotions in every bag. I have body butters in different rooms, lots of different things available. And I really never was like that. And I would get that super dry skin as well. Mm-hmm. Those dry patches around my nose or my cheeks. And I hated the way that felt. So now I, I've adulted myself quite a bit and it feels good. As a black woman, um, I've always had moisturizers <laughs> on hand. Yeah, I feel like that is like definitely a thing. Um, and Scott's skin has like improved drastically from just like I don't know learning how to use lotion. Yes. Um, so I think that once you get into that routine too, your your own body and your own skin keeps you on it because you're like, oh no, I feel like I've skipped it. <laughs> like yeah. I can. I can feel when I have not, like when I rushed and I didn't do like the full routine, because now I can feel like my face is a little bit dry or like you said, like you're a little ashy, your knuckles mm-hmm. are like not, it's, it's just, you, you start getting used to it and, and it is, it can be such a lift. Um, I didn't realize, cause I know you've been a skincare girly significantly longer than I have. Um, <laughs> But I, I'm often like, why am I, I have to hype myself up to take care of myself. Yeah. Like I have to hype. I have to be like, yes, girl, this <laughs> lotioning is going to take literally two minutes and you're going to, your skin is going to be so much better. Like, can't you just spend the two minutes? Um, but I think it's such like the, things add up, right? So it's the two minutes of lotion or whatever. And then it's like the, fl- in my case, the flossing, the awesome. water picking, the brushing, all of those, you know, just like every little thing. And you're like, wow, soon enough, my night routine has has turned into a large chunk of time. Right. Right. It's like, am I really still in this bathroom for 40 minutes? (laughs) And, and then I'm like, what else are you doing? Like, why can't you do this for yourself? Mm, (laughs) Like, what else would you be doing? I didn't imagine, I really didn't see the skincare part of this episode being like the crux of the self-care talk but it kind of is like, it really is all kind of coming out now. Like, why can't we dedicate the time to turn off whatever show you've been streaming for three hours? No shade at that. I do it every night and start your routines that give back to yourself. 
again, like remembering to put on sunscreen every morning, it's, yeah, it's annoying. Having a sunscreen in every bag makes it easier. Right. Giving yourself the best shot at feeling good. Like who else is going to do that for you? I do not like going to, you know, go, oh, this is one of my other like random facts on myself, but going to get a massage or a facial or any other type of, you know, body work or aesthetic thing. And they're like, Ooh, you haven't been here in a while. (laughs) You're like, "Ah, yeah, I know. I know. It's been three years since my last confession here are my blackheads. Like, it's like very, uh, agonizing to me. And not to say that I have to take care of my skin for other people, but I think it just shows that like, I sometimes will totally put myself last and I won't care about making that appointment or re-upping like Amazon subscribing or like going to your local beauty store, wherever you get your stuff, just to have it on hand because sometimes I won't replace it. And that's like, oh, it's been three weeks and I'm out of my moisturizer or whatever it is that I like to use. Yeah. Yeah. And it doesn't have to be like 25 steps, but sometimes even two steps feels like a lot. Yes. Yes. I've noticed um, people being a little more honest about teeth brushing and flossing lately on the internet. Like I'm going to make a concerted effort to like take better care of my oral hygiene. And I love that. I love the like full frontal update. I love teeth stuff. I I don't care. Like that. uh, you were a skincare girly. I've been, I've been that, I've been that floss girly. Um, I just, I, I love it. I just, I'm all about people taking care of their teeth because I, and I know it's hard and I know that's a self care. Mm-hmm. I mean, the teeth is probably equivalent to me, like washing and blowing dry my hair for a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, that's exactly what I'm saying. Yes. Yeah. There's always, there's always one like <laughs> in these pillars, like where will you let this, <laughs> this drop to the Which side? Which one's getting dropped? <laughs> yes. And you think about like your mouth is a gateway to your gut. It is like the very beginning of your digestive tract. So you're really taking care of your body in a special way when you take care of your teeth and your gums. Um, maybe that means, you know, you said you were a dental girly. So did you get into different flosses? I hear you have a water pick. Oh yeah. I'm very particular about like a, a glide floss versus oh, like a whatever and everything like that. Yeah. I, mean, I want to be sponsored by glide, glide floss. That's <laughs> um, the only sponsorship I want. And then, yeah, the water pick has always been, the water pick was like a really big deal for me. I was super excited when I got that. Um, I just, yeah, like that's exciting to me what they're, I'm doing what they like do at the dentist without them. Yeah. yeah. Um, Ooh, I and- like that too. I like that hyper individualism. Of yours. <laughs> Give me my water pick. Um, and then yeah, back and forth. I also know about like energy levels and like, uh, especially like hormonally for me, I, I sometimes get like pain when it comes to brushing my teeth and flossing. Um, that's one thing, especially if you have PMDD, one of those things is like, it feels like all your teeth are going to fall out of your head and you can't brush your teeth. Yeah. Um, so I have, uh, like a toothbrush, what, what's it called? Like, you know, like a, 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 a like a little like an electric like an electric yeah. toothbrush or whatever uh-huh. but, um and then I have like a regular toothbrush Got depending it. on what you how mean. I'm feeling and um yeah been 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 a game changer as well like, wow I'm learning so much you have two toothbrushes you have different <laughs> two different blankets <laughs> two blankets yeah and I mean 
we wouldn't, I wouldn't know this without having this conversation with you. And I bet there are other people listening that are like, huh, I never thought to give my teeth that time of day or my gums. Like, and all of that is a self-care. You recognize that there's one, two, maybe three weeks of the month that you are really uncomfortable. And that is an incredible way to manage some of that pain preemptively. How sweet of you. (laughs) I really love this. You and your two toothbrushes. This is sweet. It's exhausting, but you know, you give give yourself the, no, I mean, it's exhausting to like try to figure out what works for you. And, um, I think that we get so caught up on things being like aesthetic and like all packed into a little to go bag. And then you come to my house and I'm like, there's like four toothbrushes, (laughs) different attachments and like, just it just depends on my mood what toothbrush I'm gonna use like that that is something that comes from uh being able to put the time into that self-awareness and like also Mm -hmm. experimentation which again is a great privilege and if anyone's listening and hasn't done this maybe they're willing to try it now that they know that you can have different types of toothbrush for each mood yes oh I think we're all leaning towards that now. Yes. The sales and toothbrushes are going to skyrocket and we're all going to get sponsored ads about (laughs) toothbrushes now too. So can't wait to see that clickbait. Um, We've definitely spent a a good amount of time on this skincare, oral care, hair care piece, because it is, I think, physically one of the parts that really takes the brunt of the seasonal change. And we are kind of protecting our skin with our clothing. So we'll end today's crock pot season uh, routine shifts talking about clothing, which we are talking about a lot lately. I feel like that comes up a lot for us just because of what it means to be able to participate in fashion and the accessibility there, the privilege. And there's also a sort of practicality piece when it comes Mm -hmm. to clothing, right? Like being warm. So can you tell us a little bit about your favorite warm weather clothing that you love to wear? Yes. Um, You know how they used to frame it like a white picket fence, uh, a mom and a dad and 2.5 kids. (laughs) Um, Yes. We're just going. I have 1.5 jackets every year. Um, (laughs) I have two jackets. One of them is the jacket from last season. Okay. And one of them is a new one. So the half jacket is the old season. Right. Season. Okay. Like, got it. Which I, you know, dabble in there, but then the one new one is, you know, the star of the show. Okay. Um, and I think this definitely comes from back in the, back in the uniform episode and all of that, but it's, it comes from like the new pair of shoes that you got mm-hmm. for school. Like, could I get more than one jacket? Probably. Yeah. Uh, do I have the time to shop for a jacket that I like? Do I want to spend that money? Do I whatever? If I find something functional, I'm going to buy it. And you know what I did? I bought the same jacket this year in a different color. You go. Um, And so I'm a 1.5 jacket person. And then I have 343 sweaters. Um, And not, not just any sweaters. Fuzzy sweaters. Fuzzy. I, I wanted to pull this up if you're watching on Patreon. This is an album called Fuzzy Fleece Friday, where I went home to Philadelphia before the pandemic. It was a January 2020. Um, and this is Lauren in her hate, in her just like moment in the fuzzy purple. And just, I mean, how like I just was just right. But like, why do I have that in three colors? And then something else very similar. This is your element. 
I really, I love your winter wear. You're very cozy. I'm here comfort core only. Um, and so, (laughs) so yeah, I have a collection of sweaters. They're usually, um, they're usually fuzzy and they're usually like not very expensive because I'm picking up, I'm picking them up in bulk. (laughs) (laughs) All the colors of the rainbow. Let's go. I'm buying in bulk and I'm not buying like top of the line here. Um, The jacket is usually the big purchase and then everything else again. And it's a 1.5 because I'm, I'm sprinkling in other jackets. I think also worth mentioning that throughout my time of buying jackets, my body size has changed in between seasons. So sometimes I didn't have a 1.5 jacket. I had like one. So I was yeah. like, Oh, well, the one from last year is now going to get donated because it does not fit. Right. And that is super stressful, which is why I kind of keep the bar low of like not buying a bunch of new stuff every year. I'm using winter stuff over and over and over again. Um, so I allow myself to find something that I really like and I'm hopeful to like use it again or figure out how to use it again or figure out how to someone else to give it to so that it could get used again. Uh, but yeah, so one jacket, one, one jacket purchase, everything else is just me layering on all my normal clothes and then pulling a fuzzy sweater over that and then fitting into the jacket. I, that really resonates. I remember this. There's a lot of layering. I forgot. <laughs> you do layer 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 fleece (laughs) yeah the fleece actually is it's like almost like a packaging it's holding on everything else (laughs) nothing underneath it makes sense (laughs) and it doesn't have to and I haven't worn I don't I will not wear a bra as long as I can get away with it because of all the layers yeah those the things are thinging but like there's like enough over it (laughs) yeah we pause the things are thinking because <laughs> you know we talked about you like you don't maybe you don't have as much going on up there like some don't. people don't need as much like uh controlled coverage there like I don't even care like the them puppies are out and to the side and under three jackets and I'm like yay <laughs> right and that's probably the only time of year you can do that because in the summer I mean, I, you could do it anytime you want, friend. You can, but, but I mean, in terms of like, you know, where the they're sweat. laying, the sweat, absolutely. <laughs> That's really what I was getting at. Um, I love hearing about your comfort core um, because I didn't lean into that at all. And I have now. A long time ago, I was a peacoat girly. Yeah, you're a um, cute, you're a cute I was, one. Uh, I have so many, I'm turning my head to look into my fun closet so many long jackets um a floral embroidered jacket lots of jacket jacket jackets like and it always felt fun to layer them over dresses and uh you know outfits with jeans but like I really don't wear any of that anymore and I honestly these jackets are hard to wear in this weather because New Orleans goes from you know winter in the morning then it's fall then it's summer then it's spring and then by dinner time it's fall again and at winter it's winter I'm sorry, it's dinner, it's winter. And it just feels like you really have to dress for many seasons until about January, February. And it's pretty much cold for the majority of the day, unless the sun comes out. So I have just focused my energy on comfort as well. And Mm -hmm. I've learned that from you. So this time of year, I call it my princess Diana, my full blown 
Twilight Princess Die look, which is bike shorts and a sweatshirt. Really love that for me. Um, and I also love working out in a long sleeve shirt. So when you are a sweaty girly in an unair conditioned gym, you are an, as little clothes as you can stand because it just mm-hmm. is it, your sweaty t-shirt just hanging on you. And when you can work out outside or in the gym with the doors open with a long sleeve tech on, I just, um, but you still, life. you still get the armpit sweat, right? Oh yeah. It does not smell. Okay. Good it's still nasty. I wanted to confirm. Yeah. We're still airing the pits out like this during your rest. Um, but it's definitely, we get a breeze though. You get a nice cool breeze and it's actually an effective ventilation system. So I have just loved whatever dose of fall I can get. It might mean wearing long sleeves and uh, shorts, but that's what I'm doing. And I noticed that is sort of the thing here. I think I had mentioned that before the Uggs and jean shorts or Uggs in a denim skirt or jean shorts with an LSU sweater. Like people just want to be a part of fall and fall activities and still be comfortable um, and heat appropriate. So that's kind of fun too. I'm trying to think what my latest jacket purchase was. Oh, it was the hot pink puffer, which you of course remember. I wore mm-hmm. that. I wore that to your birthday last year. Quite um, an impression. Yes. Yeah, that is a, it was a bold move. And And I bought it kind of knowing that none of my other jackets fit. So there is something so frustrating about all these other jackets that might not fit the way they used to, or they don't fit with a sweater anymore. They fit with a long sleeve shirt or a turtleneck and being able to just have this like puffer jacket that like zips and has like elastic bottom. So I can adjust it a little bit, depending on what I'm wearing. I love having a go-to like that. I might only need it in New Orleans three or four times. And I have it for when I'm going home or visiting a cold place. Um, Having those options is nice. So even when you are in a warmer climate, there's nothing worse than getting on an airplane and then you get off and you're all of a sudden in 30 degree weather and you left 60 degrees. Like you need to bring the winter coat. Mm -hmm. So having these things on hands is, is nice. I've gotten into vests, very much a vest girly now. You laugh, but I love this. I'm in my vest era. It is my best, my villain best era. It is really a combination of both and a hat. I never really wore winter hats, but I found that sometimes I didn't need a full jacket, but like it was helpful to stay warm with a hat on. So a vest, long sleeve shirt, hat, and some gloves. I'm pretty much good for that winter walk. I I can put a hat on kind of. Yeah. You have your helmet. (laughs) (laughs) I can let the hair down and then pull a hat really far down to like hold it. But it's mm-hmm. like just the volume just really doesn't, you know, it, yeah. it doesn't sit right on me. <laughs> Does it have like a Spinelli from recess look? I wish. <laughs> yeah, too cool. Yeah, that's <laughs> definitely not what it looks like at all. <laughs> Well, I'm thinking like, does it like pop up a little bit on the top? It doesn't. <laughs> it looks happened? like, it looks like you're just trying to like put way too much in a hat. <laughs> <laughs> it's full. It's very bulked up. <laughs> yeah. Like, like the knit, you could see through it anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah. Well, in the, in the uh, spirit of Bernie Sanders, I am once again asking for someone to get Lauren a hat. <laughs> Hat recommendations, please. Yes, yes. That is a a callback to our episode about the basic person fall starter kit, if you're wondering, if you're just catching us now. So I think that really walks us through some of the 
important elements of lifestyle, clothing, skincare, energy, sleep, food, movement, and of course, just general routine. I hope everyone listening to this podcast knows it is okay for your routine to change. It is okay to want to sleep in on a cold winter Saturday or Sunday morning if you have the possibility to do so. We don't have to be go, go, go all the time. And embracing that allows you to take advantage of the times when you want to be. Yes. A little relaxation, a little, mm, mm. a little introversion, unless you're me. And then you just stay doing what you've been <laughs> doing. Um, but for some people, yeah, it gives you the excuse to slow down a little bit and stay in and get cozy. And I love that. Mm, yes. Put on a movie, order some pizza. That sounds like a good night to me. Yes. Yeah. All right. So are we reconvening next week or is this the final episode? <laughs> oh, well, I mean, yeah, I'm done with you. So um, I, I, am, I am pumped because next week is still a routine oriented topic. We're talking about something we've nicknamed the wrecking ball routine. It has nothing to do with Miley Cyrus, but maybe we can loop her into the thing. The things we'll be thinking. The wrecking ball routine is essentially about holidays and how this is the time of year where we start to come in like a wrecking ball, pendulum swings to I am just eating all the fun things because it's the time of year to do so. And my schedule is all off and swinging all the way back to I better get my shit together because, oh my gosh, I just swung all the way over there. So we'll be talking about dealing with the wrecking ball routine, how we've dealt with it, what our lives have felt like when we were in that space and some tips for you for approaching this season and whatever that might look like for you. Super excited. It, this was the relaxing, uh, uh, weird routine where people found out weird things about us. And then next <laughs> week, next week, we're uh, breaking down the weird things that we used to do. Yes, yes. And <laughs> making a lot of space for the weird things you might still do too. So yeah, we're, we're here for all of it. We definitely get that all or nothing perfectionist space sometimes. Um, I've had a request and the request was, can you tell us Lauren where to find you? Yes. So if folks are looking to follow me, you can follow me, of course, on Instagram at Lauren Lavelle Fitness. Um, I'm on TikTok at Lauren Lavelle Fit. You just can't, if you type fitness, it'll just probably come up anyway. Cool. Um, and I have an email list and a membership that people can join. Where can people find you, Maria? Mm, so you can call me Re, and that goes for vitamin Re, vitamin underscore Re on Instagram. That's pretty much my mainstay. You could find me on TikTok. There's some great content there, but I really don't use it. It's I had to decide where to focus my energy and TikTok was not it, but you can always send me TikToks because I really do love, love getting them. Um, you can certainly hop on my mailing list. I have a weekly newsletter called Sunday Brunch and you can read some helpful tips, strategies, stories, and also get a weekly updated playlist for your week ahead. Um, and you can get on my mailing list simply by going to the link in my bio on Instagram. Easy peasy. Yeah. Or like find me in New Orleans. That would be fun too. Yeah. Where's Waldo? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it has been a pleasure, Lauren. I have really enjoyed this conversation and I'm ready to go into fall with an open mind. Yes. I'm excited for uh, tree watching 2022. Yes. Bring it all for us. Love you so much. Hey, love you. Bye. Bye. Y'all.